Okay. So I'm going to start right now. Aloha. Hi, I'm Desin Hakias with Healing with Aloha podcast. And I am super excited to have the honor and privilege of having Luana join us all the way from the island of Maui. And she is multi-passionate. She's a mother and she doesn't do just one thing. She does many things because she believes in, it's not about herself, but it's about building a community with other moms as entrepreneurs so that as she learns and grows and succeeds personally, she believes in empowering other people to do the same. So before I go further, Luana, can you share a little bit about yourself? Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast interview. <laughs> I'm nervous on the inside. I don't know if it's showing on the outside. No. <laughs> so, a little bit about me. I live on Maui, but I was born and raised in California. And I am a real estate agent, but I'm also a virtual manager and consultant. So I help mom business owners and realtors learn how to leverage social media and market themselves and their business or businesses. And I have an event that I do on Maui twice a year with my partner, Jovina. We do an event at the Maui Beach Hotel twice a year called the Maui Mompreneur Showcase. And all the vendors at this event are moms, and it's just a platform for them to showcase their business services and product, and a way for Jovina and I to support these moms in what they're doing. I was so, you know what, I don't know how I found you, but I did on Instagram, and I was like, who is this lady? She's awesome, you know what I mean? And then when I searched more and I found out what you did, I just thought it was really genius, because I'm from Kauai, and I used to live in Maui and Oahu, but I love Maui, like Maui always has a special place in my heart, just because I wasn't there that long as Oahu but it's just the dynamics and the memories that I have there. Um, what I love is how you and Jovi, is that Jovi? Jovina. Jovina, how you guys would even consider doing something like that because there are a lot of moms out there. And, you know, as much as we love our kids, we need to be able to have something we're passionate about that we care about that we're not just tied to our role as a mom or a wife or a girlfriend or whatever it is, but that we are individuals that have something we, we enjoy doing and why not make an income and profit from it? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what inspired you? What inspired me was I actually used to do a lot of craft fairs. So before Starting the mompreneur events, Jovina and I used to do craft fairs, and that's how she and I met. So I think it was back in 2009, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. She and I were doing a lot of the same events. I was doing, I used to make tutus for little girls, like tutu dresses and flower headbands. And I used to screen print infant onesies and t-shirts. So I was always trying to get to whatever craft fair or event that was going on so that I could, you know, grow my business. And what 
what Jovina and I found was that a lot of times you do these events and the event coordinators will put you way out in the boonies, you right. don't get any traffic or the vendor spaces are so expensive and, you know, you're trying to recoup the cost. Of and just the people as a vendor. Yeah, we've done events where it's like $250 for a 10 by 10 space. What? You know, for, the, and for 2D? That's a lot of two. For one. Yeah, just for one. Oh. You know? So that's a lot of tutus I have to sell yes, to make up for $250. And sometimes the marketing wasn't that great. You know, there wasn't a lot of foot traffic. So out of frustration, she and I just kind of put our heads together and said, you know what, let's just do it our own event. Let's plan nice. our own event. And so we do it at the ballroom in the hotel, um, the Maui Beach Hotel. Yes. And we chose to do it indoors because a lot of times outdoor events you're dealing with the weather element yes having oh. to haul your tents your tables you know all these things so by having it in the ballroom the hotel actually sets up the room for us oh great so, so everybody the, just shows up so they just show up they bring their products they don't have to worry about tables they don't have to worry about chairs they don't have to worry about if it's too hot or if it's cold or if it's raining because it's indoors yes and the hotel has a lot of free parking which is a big deal to you know parking and ease of access yes so we've been doing it there for seven years that's uh, this is the first Kahului? yeah okay Kahului. well yeah, this was the, the first year we had to cancel yeah you guys canceled but what did you do that was special this year we did a virtual pop-up. That was awesome. Events awesome. live. We had music and a few vendors. It was a test run to see how it would go. And it was it was great. I think we had in total maybe 680 views. Nice. So that's not bad for a first time. And did she have? Because it was a collaboration between you? It was a collaboration between myself and Brandy Kanui Hele. So she works with a lot of local musicians, hula dancers, lay makers, all of those, that type of um, entertainment. And then I kind of just pulled together a few craft, well, they're not really crafters, but um, a few vendors that were willing to give it a try and they were awesome like yeah. their displays I was so too, yeah. impressed and yeah. I'm so proud of them yeah they were super nervous but they did such an awesome job yeah I actually was able to catch it I was like oh this is cool you know it was like the local version of QVC yeah and then we had the entertainment in between each vendor to kind of help them get prepared, get ready, you know, take some deep breaths and showcase some local artists too. So it was awesome. They're going to do it again for Father's Day. Okay. So I was only part of this initial um, test run and yeah. I told them, you guys go ahead and run <laughs> with it because I have a lot on my plate. Yeah. Now you guys kind of know the functionality of it and so they're putting together a father's day one. Oh, that'll be awesome um i think it's cool though like how 
two moms came together out of frustration and it gave birth to what you guys have accomplished. What do you feel like the benefits that have come from doing this event twice a year for the moms? For the moms, they look forward every year. Uh, we have had to add a second day to the event because we were having turned away so many vendors and add because I think last year we had to turn away 40 vendors oh, so the ballroom can only fit yeah 35 yeah the ballroom can only fit 30 vendors and we had about 90 vendors apply mm -hmm. so what we try to do is we bring we open up the vendor form for about three weeks mm -hmm. and then after the three weeks we close the vendor form and then we go through each form we look at their websites we look at their social media put together a group of vendors that would be a good fit but at the same time not competing with each other yes the whole purpose of doing an event is to make money yes because they're only doing it once twice a year and they're investing so much time to prepare that you do want to yeah. leverage it so that um, they'll be able to have that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming out of my way, you know, I'm a mom, you know, and uh, they want to be able to have fun and interact with people and to be able to make back, of course, the table and to have extra profit from it. Yeah. And we try not to have too many duplicates because another frustration for us was that as craft vendors we would go and do events and there would be like five other vendors selling the same thing as us yeah that that yeah we that look frustrating get well and depending to where they put you like if you guys are all next to each other or if you're, you know what I mean like you're not strategically put in place then it's it's a loss and that's what we do, yeah. So we strategically put the vendors, we space them out. You know, we don't two jewelry vendors next to each other, put them in different areas. But it's to answer your question, to circle back, I think you were asking what were the benefits yeah, to the moms? Yeah, for they the participate. I love how they connect with each other and they network with each other and sometimes even collaborate with each other on different projects. Okay. And one of the things that makes me feel so like my heart just swells is to just see them in action. I feel like the benefit of it is, it, is, it, is that it gives them confidence yes. because they're in an environment with other women that are like-minded Everyone there is, you know, trying to grow their business, but it's also a sense of pride because they're able to supplement their household's income. You know, they're able to pay for soccer or, you know, pay for karate lessons or tutoring or even just getting birthday gifts or taking your family out to dinner. There's something deeper that comes from being part of a community of women like that who support one another and that's that's what I love like they benefit from the event but so do I because I learned so much from them 
Right. And I guess also that's kind of what led to me starting to do social media classes because what I was noticing with a few, well, a handful of vendors was that they were so overwhelmed with social media. They didn't know what to post about. They didn't know how to post. They weren't posting at all. And the whole process of get a strategy going on their social media was just too much for them. Yeah. And so I wanted to help them with that. Yeah. It's intimidating and it's putting yourself out there if you're not used to it. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do was be able to help them leverage social media because for the most part, it's a free platform and there's so many people out there and they could reach so many more people Beyond if they all had the me. right tools, yes, if they had the right tools and the right strategy, and then having somebody walk them through it. And that's actually how I ended up teaching classes because I started last year before everything got shut down. Wait, I was just doing... a second. I got to rewind. I just remember something. Didn't you start off as a blogger prior to you doing the craft fairs in Maui and you teaching people. So yes. a lot of your learning came from being a blogger. Right. And then, then so I was a blogger <laughs> before it was cool. Oh, really? <laughs> blogger. I think it was 2009 around there. Uh-huh. That was when I started uh-huh. doing the tutus and screen printing the infant t-shirts and ones. And I was working from home as a childcare provider. Okay. And I knew that I needed to market myself, but I wasn't able to leave the house because I'm doing childcare. Yeah. So during nap time, which was an hour and a half to two hours, I would cram as much as I could into those two hours. I would print or I would work on my blog and I started networking with other mom bloggers. And that's how I started learning how to do social media. I learned how to build my blog from scratch, which was not easy to do. But it's interesting to see how social media and blogging has evolved. Transport, yeah. Because it wasn't cool to be a blogger in 2010. Like, there was no kudos for that. (laughs) Yeah. But now when you tell people that you're a blogger you know it's it's a different response so it's pretty interesting but yes that's how I started doing social media and at that time it was Twitter there was Instagram, there was Twitter there was TikTok, there was, Snapchat. Uh, no there was it was it was so Twitter and Facebook was all that there was okay so, okay Compared to now, right? There's so much. Compared to now, there's so many platforms. Yeah. There wasn't even interest at that time. Which one? Oh, Pinterest. Oh, yeah. Um, Pinterest, I I only recently learned how to, like, I've I've been a, I I love pinning. I'm like, I I, I look at it as a sport. (laughs) Too bad I don't do more of what I pin, right? All the recipes, all the yeah (laughs) um but only recently i'm starting to you know pin things from my my 
uh, podcast and, you know, just things I'm learning and stuff. Cause I know how to do Instagram in my sleep. Like, you know, there's always room to grow. Um, but you can't be good at everything. You know what I mean? And so when I came across you, I was like, Oh, this is cool. Cause you know, I learned from what you share. I mean, whether or not you realize people do take lessons from you, you know what I mean? Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> no. And so that's why like, I, I, I encourage people just be consistent. You know, if you're going to do tips and techniques, pick a day and just run it. You know, even if people don't show up and you post it as an IGTV or if it's even as a post, but if you just show up that same day every week, eventually people will catch up because you're probably more ahead than you realize. You, you may feel like you're not. It's just people haven't discovered you. But then when like-minded people find you, it's, it's it'll it'll all connect. You know, like I found you mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then you connect true. to other moms, you know, it's not like you were trying, you know, but yeah. it was meant to be. And so here we are and stuff. Uh, what else do you enjoy doing? Because I know now you do social media and then um, what else do you do? I also sell real estate. Really? Okay. And yeah, I'm a real estate agent for about a year okay and I learned a lot in the year it's a crazy year but um I closed two sales this week so that was exciting in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of a pandemic yeah that was crazy but we did it and we pulled it off and she's moved into her new house well and it and And like And it's so much more than, you know, like, I think I always try to explain to entrepreneurs and CEOs, like always tie it back to something deeper than the front end, like the back end. Like there's a story, um, you basically helped someone to, to find a home, you know what I mean? And like, that's like some people, they don't have that luxury right now, you know what I mean? Or ever but you're able to connect someone to, to finding that special place that they, they can, you know, reside in and whatnot. Whereas, you know, right now, depending where you live and whatnot, it's limited. You don't need to, to buy. Yeah, it's true. And so, you know, you, you help complete that family in, in finding their place. You know what I mean? Although it, it, it's took, time. it took time. What did you learn? Perseverance. <laughs> Oh, yes. It took six months from um, listing to getting into escrow. We actually fell out of escrow when we were three weeks away from closing. That's when COVID hit. Oh, and so, so put everything we fell home. out of escrow. Yeah. And thankfully, we had a backup offer. So we were able to jump into escrow the very next day. But yeah, COVID has been crazy. Yeah, totally. Well, and then you're transitioning too. Like you're you're um you're working full time for um uh, another company, well another um agency, and now you're gonna go all in, which you already do, right? Like you've been like how many tell everybody how many kids you have. <laughs> I have three. Three and three you're kids, also a three grandma. boys. And, and I'm, I'm a grandma. <laughs> So I have a 22-year-old. Well, he'll be 22 next month. 
he lives in California with his wife and they have a son who's going to be two next oh, month. Also. That's a good age. Yeah. And yeah, he's so cute. I wish I could see them more often. Go up there and see them once we're able to really travel and everything else yeah, opens up. But, yeah. And then you have two more. Have a, yeah, a 14 year old just finished his freshman year at Maui High. And an 11 year old, he just is going to start middle school. All boys. I'm a boy mom. Yeah, I love I'm a boy mom. And we're just talking about how we love it. <laughs> My son. Boys take care of their mamas. Yeah, he, he's cool. He's not, um, you know, like five languages of love. Mm-hmm. He's not a hugger. When he was little, he was a hugger. But <laughs> he's older now. He's not a hugger. His language of love is like feeding him or, you know, like getting him. Acts of service. Yeah, yeah, acts of service. I'm like, Guy, can I get a hug? He's like, no, mom. I'm like, eh. when he was little, I could get away with hugs, you know, what I mean? kisses yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> I know, I miss that I, um, too. You know, as because you've done a lot, um, as um, like with with your business, um, with the entrepreneurship aspect. Um, did the boys get involved? Did your husband get involved? To help you because my son did um i i started a my own um small business when he was only four and so over the years he was a photographer videographer oh. model um helped yeah. at events he was he was at events promoting i taught him how to promote and stuff like that so you know it, it's really instilled in him entrepreneurship um he tends to it be does. on the shy side but at least he's exposed to it. <laughs> yeah. So my oldest was about 10 years old when I first started. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was there helping me. I taught him how to work the heat press. He knew how to print. Um, there's me at events, helping set up and carry and all that stuff. And it's, it's funny because now his job, yeah, he's working in a printing post. Oh, he and is. And things that I taught him, the things I taught him, he's actually using. So I was like, oh, how funny how that works. And so then, is he um, a designer too, or more on the back end of making the the heat press and stuff like that? Like, is he a designer? Did he get into graphic designing? Because I'm sure you do. He did mm-hmm. not. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does the back end of it. The labor side. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay how, you know, those seeds that we plant in them stay with them, those little experiences. And he is in the process of trying to build a music career. Oh, nice. So I send him a lot of Gary V quotes and books and things like that. I've been watching so Gary V. Gary V. He's changed he's, a lot. His messaging has changed a lot. I'm really inspired because he, 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 he realized he was going one one direction and then he explained that your success is based upon your ability to be happy be happy yeah the yeah. end goal should be to be happy not to pursue money, money but to yeah. pursue happiness i'm reading crushing it oh what's that right now his book that's one of his books so i'm listening to the audio version of it and i'm almost finished but it's really good and what I is, just like is, how like one thing you like about it 
I want to check it out. Well, he talks about not being afraid. Because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, especially when you're in an industry or a field where there's a lot of competition or you're new to being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. it's to put yourself out there because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if it will be successful or not. And so I love how he talks about not being afraid to fail because it's through our failures that we learn the biggest lessons. And even for me, where I am today, there was a lot of failures. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of just life happen in life, life transitions, but everything helps us to be stronger and wiser. And so what I like about Gary Vee is, you know, swear words out, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And profanity. You're, you're really not going to know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay. He's mellowed out though. Cause I've seen yeah. <laughs> videos of him and then how he is now. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, whoa, I need to, I'm going to, I need to listen to something mellow for a little bit. And <laughs> or then I'll just not back have kids in the room or the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So his, his book, Crushing It, it's really good. He takes you through each social media platform and how you can leverage it okay. to grow your business. And what I like is that he's actually the narrator of the book. I like it when it's an audio book that's actually narrated by the author. Yes, because they, they couldn't and, exactly their heart. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I like about the audio version is that for each chapter, he selected a certain entrepreneur who crushed it on that platform. And so they're actually sharing their story. Oh, nice. And you hear how they started from nothing or, or how they started on different platforms and what methods and strategies they used to crush it. And so it's a really good book. I think I have a couple more chapters left. But it's definitely a book. Did worth you encourage reading. it to the women you work with? Did you and share with them that's what you you you've been listening to? No, I'll be hopeful. Well, I am now. Here, everybody, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I finished reading another book called "Fear Is Not the Boss of Me" uh -huh. by Jennifer Allwood. And she's a Christian entrepreneur, and she's also a creative entrepreneur. Her book, I blew through it in two days. It was that good. Like you didn't want to. Put so it that's down. another book I recommend. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, what? Why do you feel like listening to books, reading books, is helpful for you? Um, this month it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, what do you feel has helped you, um, you know what I mean, like, men like mentally, emotionally, to, as an entrepreneur? Not go hmm. mental. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How to stay strong when you feel like giving up, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you think has been great at, like, your coping techniques and whatnot? 
a lot of prayer. So when I start to feel overwhelmed and unsure of decisions or directions to take, I go straight to scripture and I start to journal. I start to just spend time, spend more time with God because in everything that I do, I want to be aligned with him because he has been with me through so many challenges in my life that that's my phone and that's where I start. And I like to surround myself with other like-minded men and women, just necessarily women, but I have a close circle of friends that we're texting each other daily. And especially when coronavirus started, you know, a lot of us yeah. were just kind of mentally going up and down. It was a crazy, it's still a crazy time, but having that, I guess you would call your tribe, having yeah. that tribe of, of support has helped me tremendously. And reading books, I chose to do that to really kind of, I wanted to invest in myself. I wanted to use this time that we're all home with no place to go and nothing to do. Yeah. I wanted to take advantage of time to learn more, to learn as much as I could to try to grow my business and to just have that personal development. And mm-hmm. because being an entrepreneur, it, it can really mess with yeah. you. Yes. It's isolating. Not everybody will understand what it is that you want to do because the vision and the dream that you have in your inside your heart, it's really only you that's not everybody's going to see it. And sometimes the hurrah from the people who want it from. So we have to kind of be our own cheerleader. And I think that's why reading books, uh, especially entrepreneurial books or books on, you know, self-development is helpful for me because I can be my own cheerleader. I can be okay with this is what I'm doing. I don't need the approval of anyone. I don't need someone else's permission to do this. Maybe sometimes my husband's permission, but reading books, listening to podcasts, spending time in the word helps me to, to be comfortable and secure in knowing this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And you can be with me or not. You can support me or not support me, but my purpose and success is not dependent on what someone else thinks. People if that makes people. sense. Yeah. I think that's awesome because not everybody leans into finding a support group, like just friendships, you know, like you having that text, it makes a difference because you guys confiding in each other, cracking jokes. I know you cracking yeah. jokes too, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I send memes to my friends all the time, just because it's like, you know, what? no matter what we do, we can't fix it. Like, it's not something you can fix overnight, yeah. right? Like this pandemic. 
but you can choose your attitude. You can choose yes. your mindset and, and you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. And that's what you probably found out. Like some people was having their days and you had your day, but you guys, you know, like stumble together and you guys get back up together. But I think it's profound, like reading is, and listening, you know, audio, because not everybody likes to read, but maybe while you're driving, you can listen or yep. before you go to bed, you know, you eat 10 minutes. or you I listen to it when I'm washing dishes, doing laundry, you know, yeah, cleaning in the house. <laughs> I put my earbuds in and run you know, it. It's, yeah, I love Audible. Yeah, that's the one that I use. Because, I mean, the reality is we're not going to be able to experience everything, but there's people who are willing to share their their experiences in hope to to give us insight from what they've learned. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing that um, I've learned, like even if you look at your faith, like in God and Jesus and just even the different people that are highlighted in the Bible, they just live their lives, you know, and nobody's perfect. And that's why God's grace and mercy is sufficient because we're imperfect. And I think when, when we don't really look at God for who he is, that he has an unfailing love, like we're imperfect, but his love doesn't stop by our imperfections. I think when we can really wrap our mind around that, only then you can have that confidence that, okay, cool. I'm going to try this. It's not going to work. That's okay. You know, I'm going to keep going Yeah. because um, like, my favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, like for yeah. the plans I have for you. And like, God has a specific plan for your life. Um, hopefully you can um, connect and understand what it is, you know, because yeah. if you can, powerful, regardless if other people understand it, uh, as long as you're in alignment with it, then it's key for me with the podcast. And what I'm doing is I'm just trying to be an extension as extension of god's love in this lifetime yes and when i do it well thank you and that when i die um i just hope people who come across a quote the podcast or whatever they felt god's love and and that's what i instill in my son that you know like i i don't know everything you know the only thing i want you to know that god loves you and you can trust god and that dad and i as much as we love you grandma and grandpa guys you know we don't know everything you know, we're imperfect, but just know that God loves you and you can always trust God. And I think and that's what I'm learning. Like, you know what I mean? And like, even like listening to you, it's like, all I can do is I can love you and show you. But in the end, it's it's a self-discovery. Yes. Right? And then you taking the extra step to to learn from other people because you, you can't live everybody's lives. But for yourself, you take responsibility in your learning you know what I mean as an entrepreneur and as an individual whether you're an entrepreneur or not you know we should always be exposing yourself to people who are, are like-minded positive energy instead of just sitting sorry I mean there's people in our lives who've known us for our whole lives they have no comprehension of what you're trying to do <laughs> and they don't yeah. want to understand <laughs> like yeah what are you doing <laughs> You try to explain it, they're like, uh, okay, why is it important to do an event for moms? Like, who cares? I do. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of stuff that you got to understand this is meant for you. Yeah. And sometimes 
the people that are closest to us do end up being the ones that hurt us the most. Yes. And that I think that's been a hard learned lesson that has taught me to focus on God and not focus on what other people are thinking about me or saying about me. Not everybody's going to like me. I don't like everybody either. You know? right. and I don't have to be everybody's friend. And I think those lessons have come with age. I think as we get older, we don't care what people <laughs> think. Right? You know, when I was in my 20s, I was, when I was in my 20s, I was such a people pleaser. And then when I got into my 30s, I'm like, oh, I don't think I need to say yes to everything. But now in my 40s, I have no problem saying no. No, I don't want it. No, no, thank you. No and, and no. I, I'm not even explaining yeah, why I, my no. Uh, no, I don't need to give explanation. Just no, but thank you. No, and I think that's important too, being able to have the confidence to say no to things. And not say yes out of obligation. Yes, and it'd be you know, better. I, I don't want to say no because I'm going to feel bad. Like, Who just cares? No. <laughs> It'll be it, fine. It, you have their okay. agenda. You have their agenda, and it's not yours. You don't have to, you like, buy yeah. into their agenda. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been a huge, you know, mental health uh freedom for me to say no to say no and not feel bad yeah. because you can say no and then feel guilty but there's such a feeling of liberation when you finally get to a point in your life when you can say no and have no guilt yes i think that is the most liberating well i mean stage of life is, that you can as get a to mom, we want our kids to be happy but a mm -hmm. You can't always give them what they want because it's not actually oh, no. beneficial for them. And no, that does more harm than good. Yes. I mean you want my them kids to know no try. But you know what I mean? Like you want them to 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 navigate life and try things, but they gotta realize there's natural consequences for your choices. Yeah, and not everything is gonna go your way. Yes. Yep, and, and explain it. But no, it's funny because um I try to explain that to people, you know, like for your mental health and sanity, tell people, no, you know, yes. like your family and your friends, they may want to go do something and you don't want to do it. Maybe you just need a day to just recover. You know, maybe you had an emotional day. Um, like when people are grieving, you know, or they're going through something really tough. Like for some of um, the people that I know that are business owners, like they're having a hard time struggling. Maybe right now they don't want to engage in stuff like activities and whatnot. It's okay to say no. I think just reminding people like, hey, I, I have no problem saying no. You should say no to me too. Like if I tell you something and you're not all in, tell me no. Because I, I want to give you permission to tell me no too. Like although you and I have good intentions in helping other people, some people just don't want to hear it. And that's why you got to say, you know, hey, I'm going to say this. If this works for you, great. If it doesn't, it's okay. My feelings won't be hurt. You and know? we're still friends. Yeah. But if you get all boo <laughs> and get yeah. then I'm like, oh, know, what's the matter? Like, right? <laughs> and then if you ask me something and I tell you, you know, and you know, like be my friend, then that's on you. You know, yeah. you should be able to say no. And if you can't it makes me think of that TikTok, but the language oh, which is inappropriate. One? Oh, the one where it says that. 
<laughs> thank you. But yeah, we don't need to repeat it. No. <laughs> <it's> like... <laughs> I know some of the stuff on there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Mm. <laughs> I'm still new. I'm still new on that platform. I love to dance. I love to sing. Um, I'm incorporating inspiration on there. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm trying to find it's like a fun platform. <laughs> well, and if you put your Instagram link in there, you can have people from TikTok follow you on Instagram. Yeah. So the company, so, my Instagram, and the YouTube is on there. Um, I'm stronger on Instagram. I'm working on my YouTube channel. I, I'm trying to like come up with a plan of doing inspirational stuff. But like I finally committed yeah. to doing Fridays. So I'm like on Instagram. I'm like, um, I like the the atmosphere and the people on Instagram. They're just really supportive, really positive, really loving. Um, yeah. Facebook, I found people that I've known for a very long time that have tend to be a little bit more um, unsupportive nonetheless <laughs> and so you just gotta lean into where you can find inspiration encouragement that's all i can say are you on twitter i am but i don't i don't tweet i i just started doing linkedin oh linkedin is good too so facebook is good for long form captions and long form content okay. because you can do you know really long posts and it's great for video form too because you could go as long as you want twitter is great because you can do 50 60 tweets a day and it's fine because the platform moves so quickly it's a great place to put out quotes or you know just share Are things you on per day twitter? i am i'm okay. on twitter okay. and so it moves so quickly that you could put a lot of content out there without people feeling overwhelmed because you can't post 20 times a day on Facebook or Instagram. People are going to be like, this lady's lost her mind. I'm not going to follow her anymore. This is like too extra. Right. So each platform has its benefits and its uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So TikTok and Twitter, you can put stuff out constantly. And the more that you post, on those two platforms, the more their algorithm is going to push you out. Okay. Where Instagram is good for aesthetics and, you know, connecting with people through images. And then Facebook is good to connect through pe to people through your context. Where, and then uh, TikTok, you're connecting through your videos. Twitter, you're connecting by engaging and, you know, cheating with everybody. And then there's Snapchat, too. So, so do you utilize Snapchat? I mean, because I have Snapchat, but I, I use it more fil for filters. But That's I what I use it for, too. I use it for the filters. It, I think they're putting a lot of more ads, and they're they're promoting it more as a, as a means to promote your marketing tactic. I keep meaning to, but I always tend to just go right back to Instagram. But I do like Snapchat, and it, most of my family that I talk to often and regularly are on Snapchat. Oh, okay, okay. And then my, and then I have a big group of family on Facebook. Yeah, most so of my family and friends, because I'm 45, um, they're on Facebook. Hey, you are the same age. Oh, we are? <laughs> my sister, um, when I was like, what? early 40s late 30s she's the one who taught me 
um the mentality she's like oh i like getting older i'm like why she goes because as you get older you know who you are you can say no and nobody can tell you different and then my grandmother she just passed away last year when she turned like 81 and 82 she started going to adult daycare help she made new friends she was a widow she learned how to cook to bake you know like she just was like learning and she was loving it and she's like I'm a young 81 I'm a young 82 I go oh grandma she goes oh yes all my friends are older and her friends were like in their late 80s 90s and she had a friend that was like 101 you know so she's like oh I'm a young and so when I meet people who tell me they're old I'm like hi my grandma's a young 81 young 82 (laughs) I don't know what is your excuse because like I'm half my grandma's age (laughs) because grandma's a young grandma my brother was born and then me my sister my cousin the first four of us grandma and grandpa was young you know because my parents were they started off in high school so early oh. on and so I, when I when I get tempted to I'm like no 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 grandma was a young 81 <laughs> I'm a young 40 <laughs> that's right it's all about perspective 40s is the new 30s yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no I think it's 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 awesome like when you get to a certain age you, you you realize things and then you just gotta learn to be more gracious though I think grandma was really gracious to me that when you meet people younger than you and they're going through certain stages, instead of judging them, you just got to have more mercy and grace on them because eventually they'll catch on. And as much as you want to tell them everything, they're not ready to listen. <laughs> you know, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> they just want to live think their best life. At that age either. Huh? Yeah. At that age too. I, you know, we weren't in a place where we were ready to listen. I know definitely in my 20s, I knew everything. Right. Nobody could tell me anything because I knew everything. I was a know-it-all. <laughs> and then in my 30s, I realized I don't think I know too much. And then now in my 40s, I'm like, yeah, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> um, so funny, like when uh, Gary B, he tells all, when he tells like, how old are you? They're like in their 20s. He's like, you, you just need to be patient. Like, give yourself like 10 years. Like, relax, relax. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, man. Chill. No, I when he says that every time he tells a 20, I was like, you just need to just slow down, enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like all fast in the fears to like slow down. Yeah. Slow Instant down. gratification. Yeah. And then here's us, we're in our 40s, we meet all the 30s, and like, oh, you have a lot more to learn. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> you think that's so see, hard? You see what's ahead. Yeah. <laughs> How old is your kids? Oh, you don't have kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come by, you learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. I'm so glad you came on and I, I can't too. wait to talk to you more. Like there's so much more I, I got to talk to you about. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that about you. Um, so before uh, we end like this time that we spent together, is there anything particular you wanted to share that we didn't cover um, for our listeners? Cause we've, we've shared a lot. I guess I would share that. No matter where you are in your journey as an entrepreneur, just know that this is not an easy path, 
but if you stick with it and you keep showing up, you'll start to see the results that you're looking for. And just like Gary V says, your pursuit should not be money. It should be happiness. Because if you pursue happiness, whether you have money or you don't, you're going to be okay. And it should never be about the money, even though we know it's, we need it. It should be about doing what makes you feel fulfilled and purposeful and help other people along the way. Yeah, make a difference. How can people find you um, on social media? So I'm on Instagram at Luana Hussein and Sing for TikTok at Luana Hussein and Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and LinkedIn. Ah, do you have a website? <laughs> Any of those though? platforms. Do you have a I have a blog. Okay. So my blog is amalimompreneur.com. I'm working oh. on my website. It should be up and running in a couple of weeks. Oh, and then I'm also working on a membership. So I'm, I should be launching it in the middle of June, mid to end June. Okay. I'm going to be launching a membership for people who are new to social media that want to learn how to create better content, get engagement, and grow their following. So I'm going to be doing a founding member launch for nice. $27. So $27 a month. And they would get a content calendar each month. I would be available once a week for questions and answers and helping with aesthetics of your account, doing Instagram audits and giving different prompts and post caption ideas and just building a community of other entrepreneurs wanting to grow on social media. So the founding member launch will be $27. And if they come in at that level, they would be locked in at that oh, price nice. forever. Yeah, and now you have um, on top of your, well, uh, on Instagram, you already have some freebies too uh, for people. Um, um, uh, like, like I have a lot of freebies. Box. Yeah. And I actually downloaded yeah. it. It's really helpful, guys. If you're one of those people who are like, brand new who just joined Instagram or has considered dabbling in social media but you're scared like go to go go follow her um she 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 walks you through it and and helps you to realize you're normal and it, it's okay I mean everybody has fears yeah. in life <laughs> and she kind of helps you to um dissolve the baby steps and I I do free 30 minute calls too Okay. For people who need help. So they can just follow me and send me a DM. And um, yeah, I do free 30 minute calls for people who just need some help, need some, just a little guidance. Yeah. That too. Hey, it makes a difference. But thank you so much for joining me. And uh, hang on, because I'm going to continue talking to you. But thank you, everybody, for following um, and listening. Um, I'm Desen Hakias with Healing with Aloha podcast. Um, if you're listening, um, you can find me on uh, Facebook um, as Healing with Aloha Podcast on Healing uh, with Aloha, uh, the Healing with Aloha um, on Instagram and also on Pinterest. But you guys have a great day. Until we meet again, I'll hooey ho. Wait, I don't want to leave it. I, I stopped it. Okay, there. Mm-hmm.